0: It's Wednesday, and Wednesday means one thing, and one thing only! Welcome back to U.S. Comics Cast! The best podcast in all the multiverse. Why is it the best? I hear you asking yourself as a stranger practically screams in your ear. I'll tell you why. Because one of the greatest hosts, the greatest host, the best big brother of all time, none Uh. other than the CEO of U.S. Comics himself, John Moneybags Rivera.
1: Aw, yeah. And I am joined this week as every week. By the COO, the coffinist motherfucker, as I'm introducing him, the Luigi to my Mario, the superest mushroom-eating motherfucker, motherfucker, Charlie Rivera. What's up, Chuck Eels? <laughs> uh, I Every time, all of
0: your introductions should be ringtones on my phone. That's <laughs> what I've decided. Nothing much, well, uh- man.
1: Are you going to cough through them too, you rat humper?
0: <laughs> oh, I am. The best part is I edit out the coughs, so you just seem crazy
1: <laughs> when you're like, oh, God bless you. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> you're the one that's screaming at people on comic book day, so I'm, I'm okay with my choices. That's how every comic book day should start, sir? <laughs> that's how I, my alarm goes off is just me screaming
0: at myself. Be like, you get oh to get God. your funny
1: books. Oh. I can't imagine <laughs> just the clock clicking over, and instead of like... um. And put your little hand in mine. Instead of like the dulcet tones of Sonny and Cher, you just wake up to uh, every day on repeat. Where are you Oh, those poor bastards. It'd be Bill Murray would have found a way to fucking kill himself and stay dead.
0: How dare, that would have inspired, me. he would have been happy every day. Uh. Cause of me, uh your
1: your rumple still skin motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can drive everywhere, Mr. Fucking <laughs> Mr. Chipmunk or, or uh you know, whatever the fuck it is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the name
0: of the film is not <laughs> Chipmunk Day, John. It's great
1: Chipmunk <laughs> Day <laughs> Rise <and> inside, campers! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that club I have to leave in, because that was fantastic.
1: Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, What's up, man. man? How you doing? Aside
0: from your wicked cough, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream, baby. I'm, my, my nice. comic book stack is high,
1: and oh, yeah. uh,
0: I get to chit chat with a, uh, with an okay fella, such as yourself. Nice. Uh, oh, oh, me? You're talking
1: about? All right.
0: No, no, not you. Definitely not you. Your first instinct, <laughs> your first instinct was right, man. Some, some weird, uh, some weird news, uh, today for whatever reason. 2019 has been me, uh, just in one extreme or another as far as information mm. goes. Um, uh-huh. I'm just really far back on on my comics, so I tend to avoid, uh, you know, websites like CBR and superhero hype, because a lot of times it gets to to spoilers. So like, I don't want action comics ruined for me. So I haven't been on Superman hype in forever. So today I'm in the comic book store. Oh, wow. I'm picking up my books, and just kind of chatting, and. Mac, the, the owner of the store I go to He brings up the fact that George Perez uh, Has retired
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes
0: Which is which is kind of crazy You don't hear too he has, much of uh, that
1: He has hung up the proverbial <clears throat> Hawaiian shirt
0: Yeah, and you know In my head, it, it's funny Because George Perez is Kind of this this wonderful Odd character I've seen At a, at a lot of cons uh uh-huh. Since yeah, no, he gets around. Yeah, it's you know I'm am a kid on Long Island, he's in the city, so it's a lot of times it's, a, he's available for bookings, and he wears these just wonderfully
1: loud, comic oh book God. type Hawaiian shirts. He he really had a a lawsuit when it happened when Ace Ventura came out, <laughs> because Ace Ventura has nothing. On George Perez's fashion choices Nothing at all
0: Not e- It's not even close And uh, you know I'm a I'm a mark for a lot of uh, The covers he's done And, and the art mm. he's done has happened to line sure, up sure. With such tremendous influential Work So it's it's a little bit strange But it's like a real Bummer to me and it's weird Because he, he didn't pass away He's still mm-hmm. going to be at these, yeah. He's still going to be at these cons You know signing everything under the sun i have so many as, books yeah, that he's been you know, involved yeah. with um, sure sure
1: well you know what it is with me when someone uh, mentions the name george perez uh for me the the real the, uh, the the first thought is uh i mean obviously he's a very gifted uh artist but um the fact that he's that he's a writer you know, also, you know, so pencils, inks, outstanding. That's, that's unbelievable. It's good enough for the Hall of Fame for me. But the fact that he's a the you know, writer also and a creator, I mean, this guy literally does it all. Um, he's you know, a true he, comic book renaissance man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's shit at growing hair on his head. But aside <laughs> from that, he can't do no wrong. He's, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's Mount Rushmore of comics as far as I'm concerned. And and what's what's really interesting is I feel like he's done some of it,
0: some of it relatively low key, despite the fact that so much of his his work is. Oh, you think so? Is so well, you know, you you never really. It's strange with with artists. A lot of times, artists that have done more more drawing and more coloring and. They tend to wind up not as revered as as writers, because, again, Mm. if you're just hired for a bad project with a bad script, Mm. who's you know, who's necessarily going to see it or who's going to absorb it beyond like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that was a nice cover. What's really cool about uh, about George is so much. I'm on first name basis with him yeah i know seriously i've handed over so much dough to me he's just george
1: invited to the retirement party i didn't realize you had it like that
0: you call him mr perez and i will just (laughs) simply hey george that's how you doing uh what's funny is it it does it does line up and one of my favorite things about going to to conventions is a lot of times these artists and these writers have wonderful banners made, and Mm. to look at his banner is like holy shit like Good grief! Like one or two of these weren't enough. You had to you had to kind of have your your hands in everything in every company. So I just want to talk about some of his his some of the books he was involved in that kind of mean the most to me, or or stories I've loved, or or stories that even line up with some kind of monumental.
1: Just in in case the uh, the topic conversation comes up at lunch for people tomorrow, they're like, hey. You know which George Perez comic means the most to Charlie Rivera? The best ones. <laughs> That's which ones, sir. Nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> so uh, so what I want to do is I really want to start with a, a personal absolute favorite for a million reasons. But the number one reason uh, that this book means so so much to me is it really did give an old hero the greatest costume change of mm. all time. Uh, huh. I'm, of course, talking about Tales of the Teen Titans, The Judas Contract, uh, nice. written by by uh, Marv Wolfman. Uh, allegedly, or at least to the best of my knowledge, Perez did co-plot uh, this story. Oh, but, nice. I,
1: don't, I didn't know that. Is that true?
0: Yeah. I mean, according to what I heard, it may have been George being like, hey, guess what? <laughs> Guess what I did? As he signed, yeah. you know, as he signed the, the, the issue for the first issue for me.
1: Did he also claim he's like, yeah, you know, I, I did that while I was inventing the internet and solving world hunger. How
0: would you know he said that?
1: <laughs> he said he that saw- wasn't George Perez, bro. That was me.
0: Oh, never mind. So this episode's all about stuff you did. Um, nice. <laughs> but but uh, this t- Teen Titan story is the game changing story arc in uh, new teen titans it gives a it had a traitor amongst the team robin becomes nightwing with that awesome high collar um <laughs> also this is the origin you
1: are you are being very loose with the term awesome my friend how
0: dare i did not pay $35 for a pop of high collar nightwing <laughs> if it's not the greatest thing ever sir ah uh,
1: that's fair <laughs>
0: Uh, this was also the introduction of Deathstroke, the Terminator. So in a weird way, yeah, if, there's a no, if there's no if there's no Judas contract, we may have never gotten to Deadpool, because that sure. is clearly a, a little wink, yeah. nod, and 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 hug. One if you my... like
1: Deathstroke,
0: you'll love Deadpool. <laughs> Do you? Are, were you a big
1: Teen Titans guy? Um, not particularly. Particularly, not particularly, because you know, um, obviously, uh, um, it's been well documented my aversion uh, to uh, you know, like a uh, um, derivative type characters, and for the most part, Teen Titans is just um, you know the Justice League Junior. Um, it is but, literally you know, your nightmare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like wake up in a cold sweat, shaking uh my teeth chattering um but no no Yeah, you, you know what it is with teen titans is that it's not um it, it's it's actually you know all joking aside it's not wholly just justice league junior i mean you have original uh characters who are not necessarily driven. granted you have batman junior and you know you you have uh wonder woman junior and 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 things like that but then you you do have original characters who um, I think I think we're even created for Teen Titans as a team. So, you know, that it, it, it does work on that level. It really does.
0: You know, and and it's just it's a, a it's going to be the start of a trend where I don't I don't necessarily know how George Perez got uh, involved in it. If it was just his turn with uh, with the, the new what became the new Teen Titans. Uh, but this is a four part storyline. Issue 42 to 44 of Tales of the Teen Titan ends with the Teen Titans annual uh, consistently considered uh, the best Teen Titans story told because it was Mm. so kind of monumentally um, story changing. It really did kind of of lead its path to now with uh, the old Teen Titans cartoon and the new one. They did a direct-to-DVD movie. It's consistently kind of brought back into uh, in, into the mainstream and put under that spotlight. So it's weird mm. because, again, it's it's that story where I ate sidekicks up for the for the longest time, <laughs> because, again, yeah. it's my self-esteem is questionable. I, know. I,
1: I hope your therapist is listening to this.
0: Oh, yeah, she does.
1: Uh, she has a <laughs> lot of
0: a lot of questions. Um <laughs> But again, it's, you know, especially as a kid, it's easy to paint yourself as like the guy who hangs out. With.
1: Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. you like, maybe I can't be Batman, but I could fuck the us, fuck us sure be Robin.
0: Yeah. And what I really loved about it was it just made it that much more reasonable because it's like anyone with money and training can be Batman. But like, well, mm. anyone with training can be Robin.
1: <laughs> like anybody the, with green panties can be Robin.
0: The money guy, uh, he's taken care of. Uh, what I dug a lot about George Perez too was he really did kind of uh, jump around quite a bit between Marvel and DC. He um, did,
1: yeah, yeah, he did.
0: Which is just it's just absolutely crazy, um, which just made it very very uh, fitting that another huge uh, another huge book he did to go a, a little bit out of order um, was he did the the JLA Avengers. Uh, comic yeah, book. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right.
0: Which the, the cover is one of my absolute favorite covers of all time because it's such a poster. It's yeah. all of our, our favorite characters, a few of our lesser known characters from both Marvel and DC just piled on top of each other. It is right. someone dumping out the toy box. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, where where else are you going to see the flash running between Beast and Black Panther? Um, <laughs> right it's It's just absolutely crazy. this is uh, this is almost twenty years after Perez began work on a on a similar crossover, this giant Marvel versus DC crossover, uh, putting the teams against each other and then of course with each other, uh, written by Kurt Busick. Um, but it was actually Perez with the task of making dozens and dozens of superheroes look cool mm-hmm. with uh, having as many Justice League and as many Avenger members appear as possible but maintaining a, a, a kind of coherent thread. Uh, the yeah. writing was was absolutely tremendous, but this is a book that could have very easily fallen apart without uh, a steady hand, and George Perez's art isn't necessarily everyone's cup of tea, um, but that style is a, a very easy style, in my opinion, to manipulate to make everyone look at least damn decent you know mm. when when looking at the cover specifically i always think of the the third issue um is just a, a massive massive pile up it, it's True. it's it's one of my favorite stories for obvious obvious reasons putting all huh. my letting all of my toys fight was always uh, <laughs> was always a dream it's it's why i'm obsessed with pops they're all the same scale yeah, exactly uh, that's exactly and, right. and doing it with such a cool story and at the time that was really the very first time I even had the, the notion of, of mixing toy piles, if that made any sense. Um, sure. It just, it, it, again, it just shows you, in a lot of ways, that that kind of can, can stand alone as his greatest achievement. He worked for both companies so well, mm, was so yeah. masterful at both, Was so worked on so many important titles for both. Hell, who else was there? to task for that job
1: yeah yeah no it, it's true when you when you undertake a project of that scope powers that be are going to uh, make sure that they get the right you know the right person for the job and uh you know it's a it's a it's a real credit to say look this is this amazingly um difficult and huge gig and it's yours you know so that that, that really is saying something about him did
0: now what was your perception when you saw the the marvel vs. dc event was that the first time do you remember living through it
1: previously what where did that um, fall for you you know you know what as as a relatively um pessimistic uh comic book fan in in terms of like gimmicks and and crossovers and things like that um the 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 one thing that always came to my mind was going to be you're not going to get a definitive winner. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one of those situations where you're like, oh, it's going to go back and forth and it's going to be up and down. And, uh, and um, you know, it's not going to necessarily be as uh, any more satisfying than just seeing the, the crossover effect of seeing certain characters share the page and share the panel. Um, but, but but that's just me. You know, I'm I'm just a crotch of the old son of a bitch at this point. I Um, quite
0: literally almost every time I return to just being a dumb kid. And in my head, I'm like, no, this is the time Superman's going to
1: kill everybody. (laughs) Superman's going to go buck. He's just going to crack his knuckles and he's going to fucking uh, take over. No, I'm like, yeah, it's easy. Just unfortunately, do it. It's a, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe a video game, you know, maybe, unless it's got injustice on it, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, but no, no, I mean, look, you know, a guy like George Perez has done so much and he's done it so well and he's done it for so long that you're right. I think, uh, you know, certain talent, when it's just like always kind of omnipresent... You you really can start to, to uh, take for granted. And uh, I think ultimately, now that he's retired and hung him up, um, you know, and granted, you're right, we'll probably, hopefully, I should say, see him on the Comic-Con uh, um, circuit even more so maybe now that he doesn't have uh, responsibilities hanging over his head. Maybe, you know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we'll see him far, far less and it'll be like a, you know, leap year seeing seeing his ball dome show up to sign or, or, or talk um, maybe he's gonna you know put his feet up do some fishing um, write the great American novel who knows who, who knows because look the, the main thing I think again with uh, with him that was really really special is he wasn't just a um, he wasn't just a, a very very respected and well-known artist and certainly he was that but as a as a creator as a designer. I don't know if you remember this, but he designed Lex Luthor's battlesuit. suit. You no, know, you I didn't know that. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think early, early 80s, maybe. I mean, Lex Luthor was running around. The, the best thing that he had to really throw in front of somebody was like a power tie. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, Lex Luthor was just talking, you know, going out there. And I guess maybe it was the... Um, the the bald guy appreciation network going to effect. I've been waiting um, my whole life to the a bald guy. <laughs> he's the like, power it crushes that man. I am not sending this bald bastard out there with no protection other than his uh, you know thousand dollar smile. Um, yeah, no, he designed Lex Luthor's battle suit, and um, for me again as as a child of the '80s. Um, It first came to my attention, not really in the books, but the the superpowers DC toy line. Um, When 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 you got the Lex Luthor figure, he wasn't wearing an Armani suit and the Italian loafers. He was wearing that diesel green and purple uh, suit that let him let him throw hands like, you know, he desperately always wanted to back, uh, you know, from day one. Um, So, so again, he was a a, a creator Uh, and, and, you know, for, for two such creators like myself and my brother um, with the surname of Rivera, (laughs) seeing, um, you know, seeing a creator uh, and, and artist uh, with the last name of Perez, he also, uh, um, he also created White Tiger and White Tiger is the first Puerto Rican superhero period I mean he's he's the number one guy he's the first guy that came down the pipe that um you know maybe had avocado and rice and beans for lunch before he hit the streets and uh whooped some bad guy's ass um so so white tiger is George Perez so I mean again he's a he's an artist he's a writer he's a creator um you know not 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 notwithstanding withstanding the fact that the world's first Puerto Rican superhero has to be wearing a big diesel gold piece of jewelry <laughs> like uh like you know he's running around with one DMC or something like that but you know that 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 being said i've got no problems uh you know i've got no problems with his creation side i mean the guy's gene he's uh he's an all-time great and what i love is is just on uh, again like you said
0: it's it's so multi-layered cuz even things like like his covers which are beautiful and there are so many different artists and cover artists who who can knock it out of the park but it it sometimes just takes a a tremendous a tremendous talent or a tremendous mind to just think up these covers you and i have given a lot of grief to oh, covers yeah. that that kind of just exist for existing sake and he certainly has his fair share of it's superman punching the sun and the sun right. exploding <laughs> and then you're like what the, what the what's this happening but right, right one of my favorite covers of all time um is 1999's avengers number 19 uh this saw this saw the return of ultron mm. but the cover is a star it's completely black and it is just ultron's mouth and his eyes are lit and smoking. And there's mm. some outline of his helmet. So you get, like, it's definitely Ultron. Like, there's no doubt about it. All but right, it's right. such a, a a catching. This cover on shelves today would catch my eye. Uh, and I think catch a lot of people's eyes. This is uh, a very, very good story. Very significant for uh, a lot of reasons. Has one of the coolest scenes in any comic ever George was the penciler and cover artist but this cover is one of my absolute favorite favorite covers of all time and and again it just helps build that legacy I I can understand why he why he kind of hung up the 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 pencil and and markers (laughs) uh because at some point it's like I've done it I've done it all I've I've crushed it right what is there
1: what what uh you know what mountain is there left to climb for this guy
0: yeah, and it's I'll, I'll be interested to see what his uh, what his his future holds for him. But a, another tremendous uh, cover, and it's this dramatic, it's this awesome story. It's uh, it's the showdown with Ultron again. Uh, I hope the guy liked Ultron. He certainly worked with him a lot. <laughs> um, but this is him and writer uh, Jim Shooter. Uh, they set up uh, Hank Hank Pym's emotional problems. Uh, it has the infamous slap of Jan in it. Um, nice,
1: take that Jan.
0: <laughs> and introduces us to uh, Jocosta, uh Pre, being kind of really, really introduced. Uh, the event I, I'll never forget the little, uh, the the little like giveaway flyers for comic book shows and and comic book stores. This art was used a lot because it's kind of Ultron just kind of whipping everybody's ass. My favorite <laughs> part of it though is Thor sits there with like his mouth agape. Cause he threw <laughs> Mjolnir, uh, and it just like <laughs> bounced off. It just like,
1: nice, nice it creation. just like
0: snaps right off. It is one of my, uh, one of my favorite kind of one, two, two punches for him.
1: Yeah, no, that, that, that goes without saying. And, and you know what, um, especially in this, uh, in this, uh, uh, this climate right now of female empowerment and, and female heroes and, uh, you know kind of having a a presence and uh um you know to like like being part of the the party so to speak you know uh, to me when you talk about George Perez you can't not talk about Wonder Woman Oh my god yeah Wonder Woman I mean she was rebooted uh in the in the mid to late 80s and um you know there were there were a lot of new concepts for the character and you know they, they knew that they wanted to do something different with her, um, and, and this uh, obviously again this is you're talking about you know the twenty years before, um, uh, you know thirty years Jesus Christ thirty years <laughs> before um, the shit really hit the fan with with equality and 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 things like that. So you want to talk about like kind of being before, uh, b- b- before her time. Um, they they relaunched this character and kind of brought her closer to the um, to what's current to like the the god aspect of it the Greek god. Uh, they 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 got rid of a lot of the the bullshit things that didn't make sense um, in her uh, background, and you know he uh, he was a huge huge part of that. Um, you know the the series that that relaunched one of. Uh, DC's flagship character, I mean, comic books, flagship characters. Uh, I mean, I think he was on the title for something like five years. Um, But he stayed on as a writer even after that, um, maybe the 90s. Um, So, you know, he was, yeah, I mean, just absolutely instrumental in her resurgence. And um, matter of fact, Patty Jenkins talks, you know, he's on Patty Jenkins' lips when she was talking about the Wonder Woman movie and, and how uh, most of his work on the, on the character was just such a major influence for her. So, I mean, we, we know DC movies have certainly had their problems and Wonder Woman came along and it was a much needed uh, hit for, for Warner Brothers. And, uh, you know, thank God that they had Patty Jenkins where she was, when she was. And, you know, you can say you can you can kind of timeline that back and say, thank God uh, by proxy for George Perez, because without George Perez and his work, Patty Jenkins could have been like, take a walk. I'm not interested. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. You can quote me on that. I said, (laughs) take a walk. I'm going to put that on the back of the collector's (laughs) edition DVD. That's right. That's right.
0: What I what I really dig about George, too, and. It's always this, the, uh, you know. You you bring up obviously a very good point because damn, you're great. You're just yeah, the bee's knees. Um, but it's it's true. <laughs> <Go on>. it's, <laughs> it's true. He's done so much for uh, for comics, and 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 he was so important with Wonder Woman, and that sort of passion for that storytelling, and putting characters in in front. Um, You know, this concept of character first and using comic books as a way to to certainly not move completely away from, you know, men in in tights kicking ass wearing capes. But there's room for more stories. So in in 2012, uh, Perez was still working with DC Comics. He winds Mm -hmm. up leaving during the New 52 because of all the rewrites and inconsistencies. And he had a lot of complaints. So a lot of people would take their ball, go home. Maybe that was the first time the thought popped into his head about retiring. But instead, he winds up working with uh, with Boom Studios between 2014 and 2016. He wrote and drew six issues of his own creation, which was uh, Sirens, which is yeah. uh, one of my favorite. It's very, very non-traditional as far as like what I read, because again, it's mm-hmm. you know the, the the spandex tights. They just do it for me, John. <laughs> But yeah. but this is awesome. It's a science fiction miniseries. It's a group of women with uh, extraordinary powers who fight uh, evil across time and space. It's 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 heavy stuff. What's really great about it to me is they're just so kick-ass. They're such strong characters. It 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 felt like uh, like uh, in his head was was of course his take on Wonder Woman. It felt very like Princess Leia. Uh, Ripley from Aliens it just it just kicked so much ass in those six issues Um, it's about them like reuniting it's 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 freaking awesome and and to see him kind of taking that uh, approach and taking that uh, desire to tell these stories it was just it was just awesome the guy's just a uh, he's a smooth pimp
1: as the (laughs) as the
0: as the kids would say
1: I mean, you want to talk about like you know major projects for for both companies. I mean, he did something like he did like six inches of Infinity Gauntlet for Marvel. You know, so yeah, but he this this guy he was a, a big bat coming off the bench. Um, there was no project where he looked at he's like, eh, I'm not really sure if I want to jump in that's a little big. It's a little bit too big for my uh, for my uh, drafting table. No. There was no such thing, um, and 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 you know, for me again, obviously, if you're gonna have involvement with Superman in any lengthy capacity, you're gonna come across, you know, you're you're gonna be in my crosshairs for good or for bad, <laughs> and I am gonna have an opinion, and I'm gonna be vocal about it, um, you know, and and granted, you know, like he started uh, doing pencils. I think something like um, uh, DC Comics Presents, um, which was uh, Superman-OMAC, uh, a Superman-OMAC team-up, which was freaking amazing. <laughs> I love that. Um, absolutely spectacular. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, just tremendous. I mean, uh, he did the Action Comics annual. And, uh, you know, and again, he was all over, uh, you know, his his uh, signature was all over the place because he was writer. He was a uh, uh, pencils. He was uh, doing inks. Um, for, for some of these. So anytime that he was involved, he, he wrote for Adventures of Superman. Um, I mean, these are, this is the, just stuff coming out of his, uh, his head. And particularly one of the things that I really liked that he did for DC was, um, his, his putting of characters together. You know, he was able to take, um, you know, not, not just B characters, but C characters pull them down off the, off the shelf and dust them off. And, you know, and he was able to, uh, you know, get them into the panels and, and make them interesting. And, uh, you know, you cared about them again until someone else started, you know, playing with those pieces and you're like, Oh no, they're, no, nope, <laughs> nope, they stink. I'm done with that one. I'm done with this toy. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> well, duh,
0: I, I mean, and that's always, that's always the, the real fear. With, with legacy, it's like you pour your heart and soul into something, and then it's so easy to lose someone. You know, the, the even sometimes it's art, sometimes it's the storytelling, but getting to kind of live in this immortal way. Like, for me, when you say George Perez and talk Superman, how do you not think of arguably the most famous cover was for Crisis on Infinite Earths?
1: Yeah. Superman's yeah, I mean, there,
0: crying, holding Supergirl. It, it's it's. It's, he it's, was
1: cutting onions. Superman don't cry.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. He was off panel. <laughs> but what I, I love so much about that is it really showcased um, his work in in detail.
1: Yeah. Uh, you
0: know, it made it, like it, it. Looking at it now in front of me, it's it's just crazy seeing kind of everyone's in in shadow, but seeing the what the the entirety of the DC universe uh, at the time pretty much represented behind him. You can zoom in, you know, and and see all these tiny, tiny details. Or his work in 2010's uh, Future Imperfect with the Hulk. It took him years to do that. That's someone who has such a tremendous passion. I think of that giant uh, two-page spread of of Mm -hmm. Hulk sitting there and there's a Spider-Man mask under his elbow. Captain America's Mm -hmm. shield, Daredevil's billy club. He's holding Iron Man's helmet. You look at that insane, insane... Uh, detail and it's impossible not to fall in love it's 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 burrowed in and i think everyone's mind uh that way the same way the crisis on infinite earth's uh cover is but I, i i have to ask you um you know as a as a budding creator having having had that uh that instinct that that i don't necessarily have I'm I'm not an artist that the way that that you are and before you kind of not hum, what's the opposite of a humble brag?
1: When, I was going to say, I mean, you, you're a bullshit artist. That's that's still some.
0: How dare you? Um, <laughs> what it, what is it about? What what drives you to want to do, you know, the pencils and the colors and the design mm. work and write it? What? Because, again, it's just something that that I have I have glimpses of. You want me to, to design sure, something, man. Sure. I have ideas for days and it's right, right, some right. of that natural skill isn't there. You want me to, you know, design a character. What is it about it that that so often you think you drove, you know, specifically George, but that also drives you. What is it about wanting to take all the reins
1: on at, at yeah. once? Um, I mean, uh, you know, in a word, I'd probably say hubris <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, just not trusting, uh, not trusting uh, anyone but yourself enough to let the reins go even for like a nanosecond. Um, I mean, Santa Claus, he doesn't he doesn't really let Rudolph lead the uh, reindeer. He just lets him, you know, light light the way in front of him. <laughs> Um, you've ruined Christmas no, for me. You've yeah, well, ruined sorry. Christmas 11 months in advance. It's about time. Me. It's about time. Um no no but 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 all all joking aside, you know it's you when you think of uh, uh when you're thinking of a project, when you're thinking of a story, when you're thinking of even just a, a single comic book issue, you you don't think of it necessarily in its in its individual parts. You think of it in terms of a completed project. So um, you know, if you are going to go about making that project a reality, as much as you can do personally, you do it, you know, and, 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 um, granted, uh, uh the, the skill set isn't within everybody's wheelhouse. I mean, there are, there's plenty of things comic book wise that I am, that I, that I cannot do myself much as I would like to, color that that's a perfect example. I would love to be able to take. A black and white, you know, uh, first pencils and then inked, um, you know, piece of work that I did, whether it's panel work, splash work, co- cover art, whatever the case might be. And then say, all right, you know, do my best Bob Ross and <laughs> fluff up my fro and, uh, you know, take out the uh, the Sienna 16 and, uh, you know, get put, put color to this black and white world and have it be a vibrant uh, replica of what was in my head, I can't do that. You know, I, I have no choice but to quote-unquote let it go and, and hand it off to the next capable set of hands. Um, if I could, I would, I, I, you know, I really, really would, but, uh, as much as I've tried, I, I suck at it. Um, so, so I think the key is really, uh, no know, knowing what you can do, what you're capable of, and also, uh, time. You know, the, there's also, that unfortunate clicking uh ticking clock on running in the background of everything that we do and uh you, you know there are going to be certain points where you say look no matter how vibrant and hawaiian my shirt is i cannot do everything and i certainly can't do it by x date or or this time and um you know you have to kind of bring in some extra hands and extra eyes and extra brains and uh you know to to get done what you need to get done in a timely manner i think that's that's the big thing but yeah well, you know the the short answer is when you when you think of when you're creating when the 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 creative process is going on you're imagining that that finished work uh you're not imagining you know uh 10 feet short of the finish line and that's just how it goes sometimes sometimes you're 10 feet away and you can see the ticker tape fluttering in the breeze but You've got to hand off that baton to somebody else, and and they're gonna leg out, you know, they're gonna leg out the finish. It just is what it is. I mean, what's what's funny about that is is for anyone
0: curious, uh, I've lived through the nightmare of of you kind of being like, hey, can you work on something like this for me, an idea, uh, a topic for the show, and then be like, uh. how about this? And it's like that's the <laughs> worst thing I've ever heard. How, now, with, without naming names, you know, we do have. We do have our our artists we work with and our and our colorists that have you and again, and again not trying to uh, hurt anyone's feelings but have you ever gotten something and it's just been so far away from what you I'm had sure. imagined yeah, what's that sure, initial sure, of course. what's that initial thought because I I live a much different experience with you and I it's going through ideas and a lot of times it's me sending you uh, photos specifically the two examples I'll, I'll use because they tend to live in the in the easily accessible part of my brain but i remember when we were kind of talking uh talking pest and i remember thinking of his logo and designing the the feel of the character it was a lot of photos back and forth and it's it is kind of like talking to a magician because i'm like this is what i'm thinking and you're like how about this even when it's different it's better and in line what is that feeling when you open up an email or you're handed a piece of art and you're just like you want to just make the fart noise sound effect. Nah. <laughs> What's that moment
1: like? Is it just yeah. is it just soul crushing as a as a creator? Mm, you know what? It, it's um soul soul crushing is is strong. It's a that's a strong uh, um, title for it. Um, I I think um, we'll just call it disappointment because um, it's almost like um, Christmas morning, and and you know you've been asking for the Thunder Tank for months and months and you think you're being clever and dropping hints and you're like uh oh, hey mama I think I saw Mumra around the uh, around the, uh, the the corner store and he was looking pretty pissed off it's a <laughs> uh, I wish we had some thunder tanks to protect us. and then um you know you see a box under the tree and it's the right size and it's the right shape and you're just licking you licking your chops and you can't wait for Christmas morning and then it rolls around and you open it up, and it's like you know, hunger, hunger hippos. It's not the Thunder Tank. You're like, <laughs> Fuck me. Um, you know, so I would probably say it's more akin to that feeling. And and honestly, we've we've been collectively very very lucky. Don't jinx it. Um, with the no, yeah, exactly. Thus far, knock on wood. Um, with the artists that we've chosen to work with on a regular basis, um, to help bolster my own efforts. Um, it, you know, when it's really come up, it's really come up more often at conventions because, um, you know, you, you want to get, uh, you know, you, art is the key as far as I'm concerned in terms of kind of promotion and, and uh, you know, sharing with people um, kind of what you have going on. It's, it takes a real special person to be like, tell me about your ideas and then you just sit and regale them. For, you know, for three hours about a story plot that was going to run over 20 issues or something like that. It's much easier just to say, hey, look at this picture. And they say, oh, that, that looks freaking cool. I can't wait to see more. Um, That's much, much easier. But, you know, sometimes an artist and even one that has a lot of other comparable material for you to check out. And, and you feel like, OK, yeah, I have a really good idea of what I'm going to get in return uh, when they when they put pen to pencil to uh, commit my original concept and then you get back something that looks like, you know, Gumby was uh, oh. bitten by a radioactive spider and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, you know, it happens. It happens. It doesn't happen as often as, as uh, you get back something awesome and, and, and like you, Charlie, sometimes you get back something that you did not uh, necessarily expect precisely but it's an improvement. You know, you... You think, oh well, well, this is this is better than I than I had in mind. That that happens just as often, if not more often. But yeah, sometimes sometimes you get uh, you know foul tips, we're gonna miss. It happens. Have you
0: ever not been able to even translate it yourself?
1: No. Um, <laughs> usually, usually that's just for me. At least it's really uh, it's more so a question of um, you know patience plus dealing with frustration. Uh, uh, you know, uh, lead and, uh, and, and time permitting, um, if you, if I have an idea or we have a collective idea and, um, you know, I put pencil to paper, I, I'll, I'll usually get it or, or some approximation of it. You know, what does happen though? Sometimes you, you think, oh, I have this great idea. This is going to be, um, you know, this is going to be whatever, excuse me. And then you put pencil, pen, pencil, uh, pencil. To paper, excuse me, I'm drunk, Um and and uh, and you get to work on it, and you and you scratch away, and you, you little edits here and there, and you think, yes, yes, I got it, I got it, absolutely. And then you look at it the next day, and you're like, nope, that's not it. That is not at all what I was thinking about. And you have to go back to the drawing board, literally and figuratively, uh, and kind of take another crack or two at it. And uh, but but eventually, as long as you had a strong enough idea, a strong enough seed uh, planted, you're going to get what you were looking for.
0: There was no worse text message from you than early into this process. We we would have something like locked in. We would have the conversation
1: (laughs) of this is
0: locked in. Nothing will ever change. Even (laughs) if I have a better idea, I'll murder it.
1: It'll never Lock, happen. Like,
0: I'm getting it tattooed on my body as the finish. <laughs> I must have seen and approved uh. about what realistically, I don't want to oversell it, is 40 a news?
1: Nah, I mean, look, that is a cornerstone character, sir. I will never apologize. <laughs> no one's for asking the for the an ed- apology. I'm asking, was it? The and, court and wants are, to know, was it or was it not 40? You, were, you are the king of exaggeration. It was... Not a single draft more than twenty-five. I hate you. It guys. was twenty-five, bar, 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 none. It was twenty-five. Not a sketch more. Not a, not a little, not a little tiny little window pane more. Twenty-five top. Fair enough. Fair. Enough. All twenty-five will be available on eBay. The, the, the minute this is a, a, a crushing. We're gonna success. get a, We're gonna get George Perez to do twenty-four alternate uh, covers. Uh, to to be sold to specific... Actually, Mac is going to get them all because he loves <laughs> alternate covers. and Atomic uh, Comics, home of the we'll old do, cover. We'll do some foil for him. We'll do it. We'll, 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 holograms. We'll make it nice.
0: This whole episode, by the way, I'm just going to send directly to George Perez to be like, don't retire yet. <laughs> we got one more cover for you, sir.
1: You got one more in you, you son of a bitch. Every
0: con I see him at, I'm just going to bring our entire... Like the U.S. <laughs> comics Bible, and be like, "Come on! How <laughs> Come about a on. sketch you know you that wanna. you happen to ink and color, and I use? How about like, that?" Can
1: you can you do uh, about four hundred sketches all within these specific pre-drawn panels, but all different ones and following this script? All right, cool. I'll be back in an hour.
0: Oh, also, my brother periodically is just gonna go. No, that's <laughs> that's not no, what we want.
1: That's wrong. Let me let me help you. Just take him by the hand, like a <laughs> beautiful <over>. love story. <laughs> I'll have my own custom Hawaiian shirt on.
0: <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. That's our next product. We need a U.S. comics Hawaiian shirts. Done, done. I'm on it tonight. <laughs> done. <laughs> and you'll design it over the next two months. Oh yeah. Forty-five oh, yeah. thousand times. Ah, yes. uh, you know it's 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 always interesting. It I can't think of the last time it's it's really showed up on my radi- radar rather but just an absolute legend uh retiring this way uh kind of going out being like yep crushed it nailed it no regrets <laughs> baby um yeah
1: the, it's very rare that a comic book artist writer uh personality gets to drop the mic and just be like peace it's kind of dope though it's it's kind of dope that he's just like no oh, it's I'm the done way now. to do it it's the way to, It's the Irish goodbye of parties. The, what? What? You know what he's doing? He's like, I'm the fuck out. Like he just says goodbye to the group. He doesn't go around like uh, Aunt Tilly and, and you know says good saying goodbye to everybody. Tells you you're gonna leave. You got your coat on in the house for 45 minutes. You're not even halfway to the door. No, that is that. Was that just me? Was that was no, that my uh, no? That's, a, that's childhood. I think everyone just had like a, a wince of pain thinking of their version of that. Version yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, he he was he was single Uncle Marty that was like, all right, Merry Christmas everybody, bye. And like his his El Dorado was outside already running for like 13 <laughs> minutes, so he's gonna get behind the wheel. It's already gonna be warm in there. He's got a cigarette pre lit. He's ready to go. Rolls the windows down. See the smoke billing out as he as he burns burns rubber out of the driveway. You're like son of a bitch, he's home already. He's home. He's <laughs> home right now that um, bastard i think he's gonna pull a rick flair
0: i think we're gonna get one more something out of this guy oh you yeah f- six years from now that's just gonna cost someone a ton it might be us it might <laughs> it could be it us. might be us because god knows I-, I listen to these episodes a lot and i'm just like wait a <laughs> minute that was a good idea me i've been saving my quarters uh, absolutely. Well, George Perez, if you somehow manage to listen to this, because I recorded it on CD and mailed it to you, uh, and
1: because you retired and you have fuck else to
0: do, right? What else do you have to do? Now's his time. But listen, to free podcast. Exactly. Uh, come on, join join the family, baby. We'll just <laughs> we'll just work you to your bone. Yeah, you're fine. That's it. We'll we all... got avocados and rice and beans too. It's fine. It's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll home cooking, baby home cooking <laughs> for the ceo and perfectionist himself john rivera i oh, me? am the ceo charlie rivera and we will see you next comic book day make sure you like subscribe the whole nine this of course has been u.s comics cast you can find us on social media at read u.s comics that's at read u.s comics tell us if you think we're crazy tell us your favorite george perez memory cover or story tell us we're crazy for even loving him so much tell <laughs> us what you think and we will absolutely hit you back because uh much like george perez uh, i wear hawaiian shirts and have none to do sometimes too
1: <laughs>
0: till next time good day peace